Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is about your goal, your mission, your vision as a man. And I always talk about this, right? I'm always telling you how important it is that you have this, how important it is that she is not your number one thing, that you're not living your life for her or to make her happy. That is the last thing you should be doing because it's the last thing that she wants or the last thing that will keep her desiring you or attracted to you. Um, and it's it's just not good for you, right? We want you to have your own life and in that life have something you're chasing, Because with that chase comes not only attraction from her part because she sees you chasing something and she knows that she can't always have your full attention, that's sexy, right? But it's also you have something that keeps you in a positive distraction of moving forward and constantly growing and improving. And people want to be around those who are improving themselves and growing and chasing growth right? Think about all of our inspirations. All the people you probably look up to and feel inspired by are very driven people who are making a big difference in the world or they're making a big change in their own life or for their family's lives. Um, And those are the people we aspire to be more like. And they are growing. They are improving themselves. Growth is equivalent to happiness. Um, I've read this in a book somewhere and I just love that because the opposite of growth, what it what it said also, this book, I wish I remembered what book it came it came from. But the opposite of growth is if you're not growing, you're dying. Right? So it really equates growth and progress to happiness and stagnation to depression and um you know, lack of happiness, sometimes suicide. Um, when people are not improving, they're not seeing change, they're not able to move forward or move past their own limitations and the negative thoughts in their heads, um, they just can't feel any sense of happiness. So it's really important for you to have something to chase, something you're moving forward um, to or with or for. And I wanted to help you do that today by giving you some questions I found um, that I've passed along to a few of my clients at this point, and they really appreciated the cl- the um, the questions. So this will be a, a nice little journal entry for you guys, just to expand your minds to your growth potential, and to remind you: Are you if you're living up to your full potential or not? You know, sometimes we need to be reminded of this because we get caught in this ongoing day to day routine that doesn't really make us happy. We're just in that place of just feeling content. Like, eh, life is good. Eh, whatever. I'm all right. Whatever. And there's not enough excitement. There's not enough passion. There's not enough forward momentum to the point where we can get excited and passionate, right? Because there's no forward momentum. 
Um, and you need change in order to do that. You need a wake-up call. You need a change of mind. You need to flip the script. So here's your little flip from me to you. Um, and I hope that this, I'm going to read you part of a book I'm reading currently, Psycho-Cybernetics. It's an old book, but it's amazing. I really love it. I'm reading it for the first time and I'm like, wow, I, everyone just needs to, if you're ever feeling like you're in a rut, go ahead and read that book. Um, but I want to read a piece of it to you right now that has to do with goals because I found it really inspiring. All right, here we go. We are engineered as goal-seeking mechanisms. We are built that way. When we have no personal goal, which we are interested in, and which means something to us, we, we are apt to go around in circles, feel lost, and find life itself aimless and purposeless. We are built to conquer environment, solve problems, achieve goals, and we find no real satisfaction or happiness in life without obstacles to conquer and goals to achieve. People who say that life is not worthwhile are really saying that they themselves have no personal goals which are worthwhile. Okay, so I'm going to cut in here, end quote. Um, That's so true, right? Like when we feel like life isn't really worth it at the moment, it's really because we have no current goals in our life. We have nothing we're chasing. We have nothing we're pursuing. And that's why it's important to constantly be leveling up, be constantly improving. And I know you may sound like, or I may sound like, you know, you're not good enough and this and that. And some people take it that way, but it's not about being not good enough. You're good enough as you are right now, but that doesn't mean that your brain and your body doesn't want to adapt to something new. It's kind of like, you know, you're, you're shedding, you always want to be constantly shedding your skin in a way so that you can reach that novelty. Novelty is that thing that keeps, keeps the newness in our life, right? Novelty is newness. Um, I mean, that's what keeps your relationship going. You need some form of novelty in your relationship to keep romance alive. And it's the same with you to keep romance in your own life, that excitement, that passion, that feeling of bliss you need to shed your old skin. Okay, so you need goals. Let's get back to the book. Another little part I thought was interesting. Even your body doesn't function well when you stop being a goal striver and have nothing to look forward to. This is the reason that very often when a man retires, he dies shortly thereafter. Therefore, when you're not... Goal striving, not looking forward, you're not really living. All right, so you want things to look forward to. You want things, especially if you're in a relationship and to prepare yourself for a relationship, make sure you have something that's not all about women. You know, sometimes single guys will get obsessed with finding a woman and they're like, oh, when I find her, I'm going to be the best guy ever. And like, she's going to be blah, blah, blah. And it becomes so much about her already and then you get into the relationship and it just turns into this desperate, needy obsession and she gets turned off by it. Or, you know, you you just have no goals at all. You, you lose your goals. Maybe you're a goal-driven individual now and you enter a relationship and you sort of rely on that person maybe more than you should to the point where you have lost your goals and you lo- no longer have your own life and that own that own mission, so to speak, that you're chasing 
because she's now there and it's it's the safe, comfortable distraction from you having to push forward. But what that does is ultimately it will kill your relationship because attraction will be lost, you'll be lonely, then desperation and needy actions and behaviors come from loneliness, um, then she becomes more repulsed, and it's a vicious cycle. So it is so important for every single person in this moment to have something that they're chasing. And going back to the fact that it's not that you're not good enough, and it's not that life isn't great as it is, okay? The most, one, of the, one of the vital things to remember is that um, the present moment needs to be enjoyed, right? So it's always about having that thing that drives you through this life, but also acknowledging on a daily basis what makes today great. And that's when gratitude comes in. And gratitude is the attitude you want to have. <laughs> it really is. It really makes you a person that other people want to be around. It makes you a person that your woman wants to be around. And it makes you comfortable and happier in your body and in your life when you're constantly reflecting on what's going well for you. I was talking to my client last night and he was saying, you know, it's funny how, you know, when I think about my past, because we were talking about something that happened in his past and um, it was it was a bunch of negative shit, right? And that's usually uh, what comes up, right? We have a lot of, when we're, when we're dealing with some frustration in our adulthood and we tie it back to childhood, it's like all this negative stuff that happened back then and that obviously led to this point to where we're dealing with a certain frustration. And he said, it's crazy how like, you'll look at some people in your past and all you remember are the negative things about them. And, you know, I told him it's a, it's a safety mechanism, right? Because as adults, we have certain fears that we, that our brain created because we experienced something in our childhood years. So after that thing happened, our brain was like, all right, we got to put a fear response around this, like a warm, fuzzy blanket to keep this person safe to keep me safe throughout adulthood so that I never have to face this pain again. So of course it's going to be attached to all the shit and we're not necessarily, <clears throat> whoa, sorry, we're not going to necessarily go back to remembering the positives or the majority of the positives because we didn't have to put any blanket around that. Nothing was created. There were no mechanisms, safety mechanisms created out of that because we weren't put in a threatening situation or life-threatening situation as our brain believes it was. Right. So, you know, usually all of our ties are lead back to fear. Um, I lead back to our childhood and negativity, um, where most of our emotional blocks and shit that gets in the way in our adulthood are related to. Um, they're related to all the negativity because our brain wanted to keep us safe. So it did something, it put a block in the way so that we wouldn't have to experience that. So our brain likes to go to the negative stuff just to not likes to go to it, but it pays very close attention to it so that it can keep us safe. Um, meanwhile, it doesn't focus as much uh, the positive things because there's no, you know, we don't need a safety mechanism like I just said. So it's in our best interest to go out of our way to bring more and more awareness to the positive things. Even if it relates back to your childhood, do it now anyway. You know, Take note of right now, if you can, just what were you grateful for as a seven to nine-year-old kid, nine to 12-year-old kid? What was really going right in your life? 
which probably led you to where you are today. And it's just really cool. It's just a cool little exercise. I did it the other day just because I find it fascinating that I too had a specific relationship in my life where I just tied so much negativity to it from my childhood and would think about all these negative memories. And then I, I, uh, I flipped it, right? And I said, all right, well, what was I grateful for for that person during that time? And the gratitude was overwhelming. It was pretty intense. And I started hysterically crying because I never once as an adult looked back and saw all of those, all of that gratitude tied to that person from that time because I just automatically always went back to the negative things that made me angry and feel hurt and blame that person for how I am as an adult because I felt hurt during that time. And it was just, there was so much guilt and blame and anger and frustration. And I never once chose to say, hey, what about all the good stuff though? (laughs) And uh, it was pretty wild. It was pretty wild to write down everything that uh, supported me and showed love towards me from that person during that time as well, along with the shitty stuff. Like there was still so much good, overwhelmingly, overwhelming amounts of good and positive. So um, yeah, like I said, we need to go out of our way to notice the positive things and to bring the gratitude into our life on a daily basis because then that will increase our happiness. And the more happiness we have on a day-to-day basis, the more people are going to want to be around us, the more we're going to succeed, the more we're going to face fear in the face and just fuck it, do it anyway. You know, the more we're going to uh, have success in our relationships, our jobs, um, our health, we're going to take care of our bodies better if we're happier. Um, we're going to stay away from from depression, from people who suck the life out of us, the energy out of us. It's just, it's really important to keep that frame of mind of, all right, what do I have today? What do I get to do today? You know, instead of waking up and putting a, writing out a to-do list, a to-do list, write I get to do list. And it just changes the whole, it's just a flip in perspective, right? It changes the whole thing. So going back to the questions I mentioned earlier in this podcast, um, I want to state those for you now so that you can do a journal entry just to help you get more familiar on what you want to chase in life. What is your main goal in life? And this really helped me and it's been helping my clients. So I'm sure it will help you too. There's four questions. Number one, what makes you come alive? What excites you? So think about this one. What makes you come alive? What excites you? And it's good to think of all the emotions. Like think of the word excite. And when was the last time you felt really fucking excited for something? Or you just had that fulfillment feeling of like, ah, fuck, this is a good day. Or God, I love that person. Or I'm so thankful for this moment. Or damn, I can't believe this is happening. Like, holy shit. And just put your, try to put your body in that place where you're just saying these types of things. And most likely you will have memories that come up and attach to that where you can say, all right, I'm seeing a pattern here because I remembered three memories and they were based around the same type of thing. So that's good feedback. Let me write that down and um, write that down. (laughs) Number two, what are your innate strengths? 
So this is just what you feel comes naturally to you and you do it well and you know maybe you you do it consistent maybe you get a lot of uh a lot of compliments for this maybe this is the thing that people tell you when you ask them what your strengths are i'm pretty sure all of us have done that at some point is ask our friends or our loved ones like what am i really good at or what are my strengths and that's always something It's great to be aware of. Also great to be aware of your weaknesses, but for this exercise, just strengths. (laughs) Okay. Number three, where do you add the greatest value? What problems do you enjoy solving the most or are more equipped to solve? So think about the problems that you've helped others solve, the problems you've solved in your own life. What makes you an authority when it comes to solving those problems. And what about the enjoyment you get from solving certain problems? The enjoyment you get from helping people do something or serving in a specific way. What value do you give to the world most? And number four, how will you measure your life? This is a pretty intense one, right? How will you measure your life? Is it how often you felt happy? Is it how much fun you had? How many people you helped? How you helped them? What you were known for? Right? Like, what do people think of? What do you want people to think when they hear your name? What do you want the first thing to pop up in their minds? I always think of that. So these are the four why questions. You can rewind this if you want to, or just, yeah, rewind and pause in between so you can actually write out these answers. And it's really fun. And you'll have a lot that flows to your head and reminds you of who you really are. That's really what these questions do in a really interesting, cool, fun way. They just remind you of the man you are and the man you want to be. And sometimes you need that reminder, right? I know I need that as a woman. I feel every human needs it, especially in this year of 2020. We need to be reminded that we're strong and that we we get to choose our emotions. Okay? And I know sometimes you know, emotions take a hold of us, but we get to choose how we react, right? So own your strengths, own your emotional strengths by understanding who you are and what you want out of this life. What is your mission? What are you chasing? How are you doing it day by day while appreciating and enjoying the present moment? All right, guys, that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I am always here for you. As you know, just reach out to me at Steph Ganowski on Instagram, and I'd love to help you out. If you're dealing with a certain challenge um, around your emotions, around your relationship, I would love to help you. So you can always DM me. You can always email me, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. So have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.